Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Another beautiful day. Right now, 60 degrees. Our forecast high today is 81, and even warmer tomorrow. In fact, it's possible we could set record highs this week. <laughs> uh, record for today, 86. So it's in the uh, realm of possibility. So everybody outside this week. Global warming or climate change, whatever you uh, prefer. Yeah, everyone was outside uh, yesterday. It was awesome, but uh, should be a nice week again for sure. Yeah. A little bit more cloud cover today, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice. It feels like feels like now finally winter is over. Keep your fingers crossed. It's still possible we could have a frost yet this May. They've um, come as late as um, early June actually, so. Yeah, let's hope it stays. Uh, today, President Biden is going to uh, unveil a plan that is designed to combat inflation. He uh, is looking at um, lowering energy costs, lowering everyday costs for families, and reducing the federal deficit. And who's going to pay for that? You and I. <laughs> and Adam. No, big business and wealthy taxpayers. Oh, yeah. so you and Adam. <laughs> There's just so much going on, right, with the uh, um, the money sent to Ukraine, the money for uh, infrastructure, student loan debt. Um, I mean, it's just on and on and on. It's hard to keep track of what spending is going where and how much of the spending is happening, but it's just an insane amount of spending. Well, an insane can, amount of spending. Yeah. When you can print money in the basement, I guess you can spend it. Well, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So yeah, uh, more, uh, more money going over to Ukraine and mm. uh, things like that, uh, more military uh, weapons and uh, aid. So I, you know, the frustrating thing I think for most Americans is you just don't see an end in sight. I don't. I think we're going to just kind of keep talking about this. I, well, I literally don't see an end in sight. Until somebody um, stages some sort of uh, rebellion uh, against You're Putin. still counting on that, but I, uh, I, I don't see it. I think there's, there's people mad enough to uh, hatch a plot, and I think there's something happening. I do. There could be. There's been plenty of movies made. I think if uh, someone would just you know, copy one of those movies... Mm -hmm. They could probably take care of it. Well, Putin um, allegedly is sick, and he's been seen with a, a, a banky, blink, blinky on his lap um, <laughs> lately. So It's probably a very expensive warming blanket. Mm -hmm. yeah. A little bit of good news yesterday. Uh, Dr. Cortland Gutan was with us uh, in the afternoon and emphasized that the pandemic is still with us. COVID Act now, though, uh, yesterday lowered the transmission rate and risk level in Jackson County to low. This is the lowest it's been since COVID Act now uh, came into existence shortly after the pandemic began. They're looking at weekly new cases, uh, hospital admissions, and the percent of staffed inpatient beds occupied by COVID patients. So that's, to me, a good sign. Yeah, of course. I just had a flashback to uh, the news channels when, um, do you remember when they, I think the Actually, the U.S. government um, was the one responsible for this, but they were um, alerting of terror threats. Do you remember that? Right, orange, red. Yeah, so it's like you wake up one day and it's like, what a weird feeling as an mm. American. We should be more concerned about terrorism today than we were yesterday. That was just a weird time. Mm -hmm. But 
Uh, back to your graphic. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, the Detroit Zoo is looking for a missing animal. The wallaby, a brand new baby wallaby, has gone missing. Oh no! I don't know how this happens. Well, um, they've never had an animal disappear like this. A five-month-old wallaby, about the size of a small rabbit. The um, the zoo officials are now leaning toward um, the the sad um, realization that it's probably been taken by a predator Ugh. like an owl or a hawk so really if that's the case they'll never find them hmm. Hmm. that's sad five months old brand new wallaby said have you been to the detroit zoo not in a long long I, i've been we have friends that live uh right it's right off 696 isn't it adam mm -hmm. the detroit zoo yeah, yeah it's it's nice it's a very nice zoo i recommend not going when it's uh, super hot though as it uh is a little smelly mm -hmm. um Standardized testing, one of my favorite things, as you know. <laughs> one uh, of your favorite things you've um, consistently Abba avoided. I, if you abacadabba and you got a C, right, Adam? Yeah, that's right. Isn't that that's what right. it was? So the American yeah. Bar Association, they're supporting removing the LSAT, which is the law school admission test as a requirement for, uh, for law school admission. And that trend is continuing. California State University System, they're eliminating the SAT and ACT requirements. <laughs> and Harvard is ending the requirements starting with the class of 2027. <coughs> <coughs> These lasted a lot longer than I thought they would, these standardized tests, mm -hmm. but uh, I think they're uh, good riddance, right? Well, if they spent the time um, teaching the regular uh, coursework instead of teaching to pass tests. Exactly, exactly. You know who's very upset about this? Who? The test makers. Oh yes, the it's a big industry. Makers, very, very big industry. Um, yeah, the the prep for all these uh, prep for law school testing, prep for ACT. They're huge industries. Um, and then there's some people that just don't do well with tests. So mm -hmm. like you. Yeah, like me. It's stressful. Nope. Remember the time you went and sat at Dunkin' Donuts for three hours to avoid taking the uh, ACT? That's not what happened. Well. That's my that's, memory. Well, that's not what happened. What'd you get on yours again? Eleven ninety. <laughs> we'll have to check the tape, but I don't think that's true. No, I didn't go to Dunkin' Donuts. I maybe went afterwards, but um, very hard to take those standardized tests in a, in a big old room full mm -hmm. of strangers, it and is. then you got to perform your best. It's it's hard. Do you very know Dunkin' Donuts isn't even open at night anymore? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. It is a, uh, yeah, it's a breakfast spot. Well, it was 24 hours for so long. It was, it was another uh, pandemic. Have you influenced. ever heard of the uh, refreshment uh, hard seltzer Vizzy? Vizzy? Vizzy. Yeah. yeah, I have. I've, I've seen never it. heard of it. Well, yeah. there's a Vizzy shortage now in Missouri because um, a truck loaded with Vizzy uh, tipped over. 44,000 hmm. pounds of hard seltzer wow. went off the road. The driver, a 59-year-old Nebraska woman, and her dog were not seriously injured in the crash. Jeez. And I think right there is the key to what caused this accident. I think the dog, Could the be. dog pawed the steering wheel, and there it went. I didn't know that that was an alcoholic beverage. I've uh, seen it around on some of my coworkers' desks. Busy. And, Ask uh, your doctor if Vizzy might be right for you. 
Yeah, wow, that's, uh, that's amazing. So, um, In some uh, sports news, the MHSAA has uh, made a few announcements. They're mm -hmm. going to be adding uh, video replay. Don't get too excited, uh, Adam. So in the 11-player in the finals at mm -hmm. Ford Field, each coach will get a challenge, one challenge, and if they lose that challenge, they'll lose a timeout, just like in uh, college and in the NFL. Mm. Um, and then there'll be another opportunity. Um, you know, you see a lot of times kids get sus or players or coaches get suspended, technical fouls, things like that. Um, if there's video of that, you'll be able to send that into the MHSAA for possible review and reversal. Um, you've seen a lot of things where maybe an official threw out a kid, saw something, maybe thought he saw something he didn't see. There's tape. So they'll, the MHSAA will uh, be reviewing that at this time. So that, that, that is, I think that's a really good thing because there's a lot of uh, instances where if you get two technical fouls, you, know, you can't play the next game. Um, and there's some times where that's playoffs and it's your senior year and there's some uh, uh, times when really it was a bad call. So um, that's going to be changed as well. That is the one big giant can of worms and a joke. MHSA is known for not reversing itself on anything, mm -hmm. so I don't think it'll start now. Well, I mean, there's been some pretty, uh, like, you know, tape has been sent in of, you know, hey, a ref said that, you know, my basketball player hit this kid in the back of the head and threw so him out. They, Here's they, the they, tape. Would they reverse uh, I a think score, a, a win? No, nothing like that, just no? um, ejections. It would just be ejections and things like that. But in the past, they had just looked at the tape and said, eh. So I think it's a positive. But you're right. They do not like to reverse uh, a lot of things. No, they don't. When we I know we've had cases on uh, JTV Sports where people have noticed things in the replays that uh, weren't. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, human, the human element is a big part of uh, sports, and it's just you just have to uh, accept that. There's bad calls in every game, missed calls in every game, but there's also mistakes by every player and coach in mm -hmm. every single game as and well. That's just the part of the game. The way it's human, human uh, error is part of the game. That's yeah. just the way it goes. You know, I have a birthday coming up, um, but I'm not, uh, I'm not as old as the Cascades. Do you know how old the Cascades are? I do. How old? 90. 90 years 90. old. Mm -hmm. And uh, happy 90th birthday to the Cascades. They're going to have a big celebration. And they've asked Lloyd Ganton if, they can bring, if he could bring one of his 90-year-old cars. That would be awesome. So yeah, yeah they're going to have a uh, car show on the May 27th. The uh, falls open to a crowd of 25,000 people on May 9th, 1932, which was Captain Sparks' 59th birthday. Visitors from all points of the globe came to Jackson to view the falls. 25,000 people. Where do you think they parked? Uh, on the grass. On the grass, yeah. Isn't that amazing? 25,000 people came to see that from all over. So very cool. And we get to have it here year-round. What an impact uh, Captain Sparks and the Cascades have made on the community. And I know for many years it was uh, one of the top tourist destinations in southern Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. So. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. Now in their third generation of being family-owned and operated, they pride themselves on providing high-quality brand-name furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you 
today's show. And uh, we ran into the Vermeulens last night. It I was, saw their uh, name on uh, Little League uh, shirts last night. Yeah, um, my nephew James, his team, Tuttle Concrete, played Vermeulen Home Furnishings. And um, it looked like a baseball game. It was a baseball game, but uh, Nate's, Nate's son, Lincoln Vermeulen, he was pitching for Vermeulen Furniture. And um, James Hawley, um, from Tuttle Concrete was pitching. So mm -hmm. it was an exciting, exciting day. Um, I only made it one inning. The first inning lasted an hour and 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So how long did you stay? You know, I wondered if there was a mercy rule or if It's not mercy. The mercy is for the parents. <laughs> it's not the kids. Um, but it's a very difficult sport to learn and excel at at a young age. Mm -hmm. It's so difficult. There's so many moving uh, parts, but uh, the kids had a good time and the parents had a good time as well. Early in the game, James, who wanted to run the bases without the helmet, uh, yelled to the sidelines to his uncle that he didn't want to wear the helmet because it hurt. Mm -hmm. And his uncle said, good. <laughs> he said, it's supposed to hurt. Well, he was kind of acting like a, yeah. you know, he was kind of show a little showy for me, a little showy for me in that. So I think he got scolded on the way home by his father. But uh, And then also uh, in youth baseball, we have uh, our floor director, Brandon Dolly's son, is making his t-ball debut tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a lot of, lot of good action, a mm -hmm. uh, lot of good action. Yes, uh, we have um, beautiful fields at the Cascades. Yes, we uh, do. Southwest Little League, uh, it, a show place. Yes. I, I've got an idea for your birthday. You know, uh, you're a hard person to shop for, but I, I thought art, you could use some art. And um, I was thinking about this, but someone outbid me yesterday, the Andy Warhol portrait of Marilyn oh Monroe. Oh my God, I would love that. It sold at auction yesterday, Christie's Auction House. Can I guess? And it's the most expensive piece from the 20th century ever auctioned. Guess how much some idiot paid for I, this. I, ha I will say I have no idea. I'm going to guess 38 million. $195 million. Wow. Wow. I believe that's called blank off money. Wow, that's <laughs> a lot. That is a yeah. lot for a piece of art. But it's a beautiful piece of art. It's iconic, 1964. Absolutely, uh, beautiful uh, piece of art. It's time for Love Living in Jackson, presented by Heather Herndon. And uh, Heather's got some good stuff for us today. Heather, uh, Heather loves living in Jackson, mm -hmm. and she loves selling people homes. And uh, it's a great, great place to live. Uh, ice cream, and of course it's a good week. The Parlor of Jackson, located at 1401 Daniel. They have a uh, nice, food menu as well. We went there after the daddy-daughter dance. And another spot is uh, the Habitat for Humanity Restore, located at 251 Prospect. And the Restore is a donation center and home improvement store that sells new, gently used furniture, appliances, tools, and more. And 100% of the money raised from your purchase stays here in Jackson to help our community, thanks to Heather Herndon mm -hmm. and the Heather Herndon team love living here. And now it's time for our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. If you need an oil change, they are the place to be. They'll get you in and out very, 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 very quickly. 
Let's start with baseball. What a great picture by, uh, was this Jeff or Sarah? Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, what a great picture picture here. So Onstead and Michigan Center. Now these, these two are uh, some to watch. These were, this was a hell of a doubleheader. Onstead 15, Michigan Center 14 in the first game. Then Onstead 9, Michigan Center 8 in the second game. So watch out for those two teams uh, down the road. Marenzi beat Vandercook Lake. Tecumseh beat Jackson uh, a couple times. Napoleon split with Jonesville and Britain <coughs> Deerfield swept EJ over in softball. Grass Lake continues to uh, roll along with uh, Michigan Center. Grass Lake won 13 nothing, 7-1 over Addison. Columbia Central, they, uh, they had a lot of runs last night, nearly 40. 12-7 over Michigan Center and 27-8 over Michigan Center. But our favorite score is East Jackson 28, Britain Deerfield 0. Oh my. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of runs. Good Lord. Um, I'd like to be on that East Jackson team and not the Britain Deerfield team. How about that? And that's our, uh, that's our scoreboard. Here's what's coming up on deck. And we've got a full slate. A lot wow. of baseball, a lot of softball. Um, we've got uh, Northwest Soccer. They'll be at home again. Another late start and uh, a lot of track and field. So that's on deck tonight. And again, we'll have uh, highlights, photos, scores, etc. tonight. Today's show being brought to you by Addison Awnings, specializing in custom design of business and residential awnings of all shapes and sizes. As uh, the weather heats up, maybe you want a little covered uh, patio. They can take care of that. They're also expert in boat covers. They build them right there to your needs. Pay strict attention to detail. They uh, protect your boat and keep it looking like new. Quality design experience. Addison Awning bringing you today's show. And who is on today's show? Today we have with us Emily Moorhead, who is the interim president at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital. And Emily will join us after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Joining us now on the morning show is the interim president at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital and chief Operating Officer of Henry Ford Health Central Market, Emily Moorhead. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, congratulations on on your new position in in, uh, in the leadership post for uh, a few months. How's it going? It it is it is going well because uh, it is all about the team, and we have just such an amazing uh, team there. Uh, both from the frontline staff all the way up to the executive team. So we, we haven't missed a beat. So it's National uh, Hospital Week, and, and what a team you have, large team. How, uh, what are you doing to uh, celebrate the team this week? Oh, my goodness. We're, we are so excited. You know, it's, it's easy to take healthcare for an advantage um, until you need it, right? Mm -hmm. So this is really our time to celebrate uh, what everybody does every single day. So we have a really fun activity going on where we are taking pictures of everybody um, that works there that, uh, that would like to have a picture taken, that is. Um, and, and they're going to be holding a heart up. And there is going to be a small picture that's printed out. 
and it will go on a larger heart mosaic. So when you look back, it will just look like a giant heart. Mm -hmm. um, but as you get close, you'll actually see the pictures of, of the healthcare workers um, that make up that Very heart cool. mosaic. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, there's, uh, there's always snacks. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we have to have <laughs> snacks. So uh, there will be lots of treats that will be given out to staff, um, not only in the hospital proper, but we have all of our clinics as well as our home care uh, and hospice uh, divisions as well. So we make sure that uh, that entire continuum is, is celebrated. Yeah, as some of, uh, you know, the public has uh, not experienced the full brunt of the pandemic, the hospital staff uh, sees it a little bit differently. So it is important to, uh, to make sure that we still continue to honor those people. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know we're all anxious to get back to some sort of normal. I know we still have cases every day. And I think one of the things you're most um, distressed about is uh, the limited access to the cafeteria at the <laughs> hospital. One of well, I do like the cafeteria <laughs> there. Yeah. That's I really do. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to hear that because we actually have been really focused on bringing natural type foods and we have an executive chef yeah. uh, who really is, is looking at making you know, different kinds of options, different ethnicities. Uh, so, so we're excited about the, the cafeteria as well. It's not yeah. your typical hospital. Food. It's not. We, we, uh, my brother had a baby and when was that baby born? Six but months anyways, ago. we yeah, it was yeah. it was it was enjoyable hanging out uh, in in the cafeteria. I enjoyed that. I, I love it too. Mm -hmm. uh, we have some congratulations for you today, Emily. Oh. Uh, this morning, Cranes is reporting that Michigan hospitals rank fifth in the nation for hospital safety. The uh, Leapfrog hospital safety grades are out this morning, and Henry Ford Jackson Hospital is one of ten hospitals in the state of Michigan that have received A's since 2019. That's pretty good. It, it is amazing. Um, I've worked at many different hospitals in my career and I will tell you to get to that A level is very, very difficult. So, um, you know, it, it really is a testament to the hard work of all of our, our healthcare workers. So what does it mean? What is, um, you know, grading for safety? What are they looking at? Oh, there is all kinds of different measures that they're looking at. Everything from hospital-acquired infections to surgical site infections um, to infection control processes. Um, so, so there's an entire algorithm that they look at in, in about five or six different categories. So it's, it's actually very rigorous and, and again, very difficult to get that A rating. Yeah, well, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. It, it, it's really um, a testament to, to the team there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't be more fortunate uh, to work with such a, a, a blessed team. We had um, Cortland Katayan on, Dr. Katayan on yesterday, oh. and he said, yes, we're still in the pandemic. We had, I think two weeks ago, there was one two hour period where there was no COVID in the hospital. And we celebrated for those yeah. two hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the numbers are creeping up, unfortunately. Uh, you know, now the fortunate thing is, is that we're also seeing a little bit less acuity. So that just shows that the virus is doing what it's supposed to do and, mm -hmm. and getting a little less um, acute uh, as, it, as it continues to spread and, and we get to that herd immunity. Mm -hmm. But I think we have the processes in place and, you know, we're all kind of been living with this for so long that, uh, you know, on a dime yeah. we can just kind of click it on and 
uh, keep on going. Are there some uh, things that you've learned uh, procedure-wise over the last couple of years that um, you know, are going to kind of continue to be the norm in, in healthcare? You know, I definitely see a, a, a movement to upstream care. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to get away from this being a sick care system right. to a well care right. system and getting to more preventative, making sure that people are getting their screenings. I will say we are seeing later stage cancers mm -hmm. um, and, and later stage disease states um, coming into the hospital. Uh, and it's probably because of that delay in care during COVID, but it is so important for people to get into their PCP, their primary mm -hmm. care offices, make sure that they're getting those, those screenings done um, so that we can yeah. get to prevention um, instead of the, the treatment of yeah, the disease. Yeah, you're right. It, it seems like it's, it's, all, it's all reactionary, right? If something happens, then you go in, wait till the last second, but that preventative is so, so important, preventative health. And, and we, are, we are seeing a, a lot more of that and seeing, seeing it with uh, the younger kids at, at your primary uh, care physician. So it's amazing how things change and progress. It really is, yeah. Yeah, for I think so many months people were afraid to go to the emergency room because of their fear of COVID and putting off um, elective surgeries and so there is there like uh, is there a lot of catching up that you're having to do now? Absolutely, mm -hmm. there's there's backlogs on, on procedures, especially those that were not emergent that are now becoming more mm -hmm. urgent and emergent. Uh, as well as, you know, just that delay in care, um, you know, making sure that people are, are able to get in. Yeah. Uh, staffing's been um, challenging as well, and I think uh, the first cohort of nurses from the Philippines will be arriving at Henry Ford Health this summer. Is yes. that going to help with uh, here in Jackson? Yes, actually, um, you know, the system originally um, was going to be focusing on other hospitals, but they have actually increased um, our need. So we'll actually be the second hospital to receive those um, international nurses, uh, which is going to be just a, a huge blessing. It's, it's difficult to recruit mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. right now with the nursing shortage. Uh, so we're, we're just very thankful that, that help is on the way and, yeah. and our staff deserve it. And did you hear today that there's a new president of the Philippines? I did not. Yes, they just had an election. Oh, I hadn't really? heard that either. And He's breaking all kinds of news it's this breaking morning. News. <laughs> Ferdinand Marcus's son actually won the election. Really? Yes. Amelda Marcos, she's still alive. Really? And collecting shoes. <laughs> and her son is now going to be the next president of the Philippines. Huh. Amazing. Interesting. So, and it's, you know. So corruption returns to the Philippines. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so where are these uh, nurses going to stay that come to Jackson? Yeah, we, so we have an entire onboarding yeah. uh, as well as uh, just a community in, engagement um, activities that will be set up for them so that yeah. they will have um, each other yeah. as a network. And yeah. then uh, they'll be paired with mentors as well uh, so that they can be assimilated into not only the community, but the environment that they'll be working in. That'll be awesome. exciting. It'll be, hopefully uh, they'll, they'll stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully so. It's a Usually great community. they do. Yeah, it's a mm -hmm. great community to uh, be welcomed in, and, uh, and I'm sure they will be. We are going to take a quick break, and we will find out what is happening next at Henry Ford Hospital. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, 
please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. We are with Emily Moorhead, who is the interim president at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital. And uh, exciting times ahead. Uh, we've seen a lot of the rebranding over the few years. Things are all coming together, and uh, we have a, a great health system right here in Jackson. What's, uh, what's the future look like? You know, I think that it's really about expanding outside of just Jackson mm -hmm. County. Um, the, the counties surrounding us are, are really quite rural mm -hmm. and making sure that we can bring affordable health care to those local communities is really a focus. I think one of the benefits to COVID is that it really allowed us to leverage technology mm -hmm. um, and embrace that. Uh, so, so whether it's technology, whether it's in-home services, um, we're really looking at how we can bring more specialized care uh, to those rural communities. Yeah. The hospital looks different. Uh, also during COVID, you uh, unveiled a new entrance. Unfortunately, uh, you know, <laughs> we can't go. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's amazing how that's yeah. opened up and it looks, looks like a big city hospital now. Oh, and, it, and it's wonderful. There's a lot of natural light that comes in. I love walking down there and seeing people taking their breaks and, and family members able to, to congregate down there. Our new pharmacy, mm -hmm. our new uh, gift shop is just a, a wonderful place to actually mingle and, and have a, a reprieve uh, from, from being in the patient's rooms and, or in the surgery, surgical waiting rooms. Yeah, I think, you know, when, when people are considering where to live or where they want to live, quality health care is, is at the top of the list. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, you've, you've traveled around. Talk, talk about why it is so important to have uh, quality health care be a huge part of the community. You know, it, it, it's really about creating a healthy community, and you can't have that without having those access points. Um, both from a hospital perspective when you need it most, right? But then also that preventative care that I was talking about um, and making sure that those access points are available, affordable, and efficient um, so that people aren't spending their entire day at mm -hmm. the doctor's office. I think p people look at, you know, when they're relocating or deciding wh where they're going to live and how far away is the hospital and what kind of quality is, mm -hmm. is that hospital? particularly as we get older, you know, that's, that's a concern. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My, my parents recently moved to a very small town in northern Michigan, and that was my first question to them is, the hospital is 45 yeah. minutes away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, we're not going to need that. Well, you might. Yes, yeah. So it is a, it's an important aspect uh, to create a healthy community. Uh, right, Lasseter III announced uh, last week that he was uh, moving on to a, a bigger uh, position at a huge company in Chicago in healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, somewhat of a surprise, maybe, but not you, you weren't that surprised. <laughs> well, you know, I think that it, it, it was a surprise to us all, um, but he has been here for eight years, yeah. and he is just such a wonderful person, a really strong leader. Uh, you know, it, it, what's not a surprise is that, you know, he's on to, to bigger things and will make a broader impact. He's also the chair of the American Hospital Association. Mm -hmm. um, he, he was just uh, introduced uh, into that role about a month ago. So 
I think that he's going to continue to make that impact in healthcare as, as um, a whole. And I think that that will benefit us still uh, from a from an ancillary perspective. Let me uh, ask you a little bit of advice to younger people. The pandemic maybe has changed the perception on working in healthcare. Mm -hmm. You before, during, and continuing. Um, talk about jobs in healthcare and, and why people should still consider those. Well, I will tell you the big elephant in the room is the fact that baby boomers are hitting 65 at 10,000 a day. Oh my goodness. Yes, it, it is that. that so there will always be jobs in healthcare <laughs> is, is my point. Um, and I, and it's such an, a rewarding career. I mean, it's, it's really more than just a job. Mm -hmm. um, the, the way the team comes together, their dedication to one another, the dedication to the community and their patients. Um, it's, it's a fulfilling career. It's not just a job. Uh, and, and there will always be a need. And it's in all areas. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just being a nurse or a doctor. Um, There's so many new creative, innovative uh, careers that are coming um, from strategy to, to legal to all of the support structures, um, food, executive chefs, mm -hmm. right? I mm -hmm. mean, that, that's a, a, a new thing in healthcare today. Yeah. So it, it's an exciting time to be in healthcare um, and to really help us innovate. Um, and think about the future. And you were looking at me when you said baby boomers are hitting 65. <laughs> I was looking at you too. I was like, yeah, that's, that's right about right. I mean, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I was at an Earth, Wind & Fire concert over the weekend, <laughs> and it looked like a hospital waiting room. Well, you were there, right? <laughs> it's like, this is your demographic. But I mean, we're here. and we're Where was the concert? <laughs> Soaring Eagle. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I'd never been to a concert there, but I would go far to see Earth, Wind & Fire, and it was a great show. I can amazing. imagine. Sure yeah, I've heard they put on a good show. They do, and it's they had three three original members still with really? the band. Really? That's 50 cool. 50 years, and they performed like it was their first year of it. It's good. Amazing. Awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and we're all, you know, we survived. It, it was a it wasn't dangerous. Well, wasn't that's good. I'm glad to hear it wasn't wasn't dangerous. Mm -hmm. Well, well, our baby boomers are they don't want to be in the hospital, right? right? And 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 they are living healthier, longer lives. Mm -hmm. uh, so really thinking about what are those services that we can bring to people to keep them healthy right. mm -hmm. um, and keep them out of the hospital is is what our goal. So during uh, National Hospital Week, uh, I know you share messages with your your team, but. Is there something publicly you want to say to uh, all of the, the members of, of your team? I would. Um, the team is just so wonderful, and thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and the heart of our community and our patients. What you do each and every day, whether that's caring for those in need to boosting each other up, uh, the dedication and the determination of our team is humbling and such an honor uh, to, to work with you all. And the only other thing that I'll mention uh, for those that are patients, family members, to, to please be kind uh, to healthcare workers. It's been a tough two years and they continue to show up and uh, do what they do every single day and we're all doing our best. So thank you for your support. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we've um, come to a, a new appreciation Sure. of people working in healthcare, and really you think about all the the frontliners during this pandemic uh, how important they are to our everyday life and yeah we we do need to uh treat them with uh 
kindness, respect, and uh, appreciation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. The uh, COO of the Central Market of Henry Ford Health and Interim President of Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, Emily Moorhead. Uh, we've got more on today's show. Uh, Janelle Merritt is standing by from America One Credit Union and joins us next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now from American One Credit Union is Janelle Merritt. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm doing very well, uh, mainly due to the weather. Yes. But you're having a car sale. Yes. And I think I'm going to do something this time. Let's go. Let's do it. It happened to me. I didn't plan on it. And <laughs> I think it was four years ago at the spring car sale. You know what I don't think I've ever asked you? People can trade their cars in at this sale yes. too, right? Yes. Yeah. This is the real deal. You could do the full transaction yeah. right on site. Trade in, cash down, all of it. Drive in, drop it off, pick it up, and go. That's right. Clean out your trunk in the Westwood parking lot. Get Go away with the new ride. And if you, is, you don't have payments for 90 days. Right. So think about that. Yeah. You don't have payments for the start of the summer. Yes, the sun is shining you take and you that don't have money to make a car loan. And you go <laughs> take an up north vacation and That's then make right. the car loan when you come back. I like that. That's right. I like that a lot. It's so money to pay for gas. Yeah. You don't have to make your car payments. Yeah. So that, that is just a, it is a, it's a nice opportunity for people to really take advantage of a nice promotion. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it's four days, extended hours, Wednesday through Friday, we're there till eight o'clock at night. And of course, whenever the last person served, we'll stay until they are. And then Saturday till five o'clock. So we just really appreciate our dealer partners uh, and the other vendors that'll be out there with us and to be able to have those extended hours for the public. The guest card is important because uh, the average family, according to a statistic Don't I heard it. this morning, mm -mm. I, I have to, <laughs> spending $100 more a, a month week. on gas right Yeah, now. yeah. Wow. I've been pointing this out to my kids because <laughs> I want them to be financially educated. And so I said, why don't you just watch how much this is going to cost me as we fill up our yes. nice minivan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, well, Mom, how long are you going to drive? Not long enough. <laughs> yeah, it, it always needs to be filled. Right, kids. how is that possible? Always, <laughs> always needs to be filled. What goes up must come down. It'll come down. Yes, yeah, yes, it will. Uh, yep. Well, hopefully, yep. hopefully. But uh, who are some of the uh, partners? Who are some of the dealers that are going to yeah, have vehicles Yeah, we have there? Jackson Auto. We have Avenue Auto. We have Huff Auto and Seymour Ford Lincoln. Nice. Yes. Very nice. So mostly pre-owned vehicles, but we also have some new there as well. So whichever yeah. fits your you know needs for your family, it'll be there. Very cool. Yeah, pre-owned vehicles are hot right now because of availability. That's right. Well, and even last summer, you know, I had to kind of laugh because there was all this talk about inventory mm -hmm. and we had just a huge summer car sale last yeah. year. So, you know, I understand that inventory has been a concern, but there's cars there and we'll have 300 there to shop. And so it's just so convenient to be able to have such a great selection yeah. right in one spot. Yeah. Over 300 cars. That's amazing. And, you know, the, a used car, they still last a long, long time. I mean, that's the way right. that cars are made now. I mean, it's not like buying a used car in the 80s. You know, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's totally different. How are rates? 
Great. So rates are at two two four right That's now. Pretty good. So yeah, we know, you know we can see the rates yeah. are coming up. So if you didn't have urgency before, maybe yeah. now's your time, you know. Next week is your opportunity to take advantage of these opportunities, these rates. And we have some really great American One giveaways that we're doing, a daily prize package just for coming by. You get entered to win that. It's a beautiful customized cornhole board package, nice. a game table. We're gonna set you up for the summer. $100 to Polly's Country Market, a gift card in that package as well. It's just gonna be a really fun, fun couple of days. And here we come, summer. Uh, you've got a lot of events. In fact, uh, you, were, you personally were just at the uh, where uh, yes. Derby thing. How did yes. that go? Did you oh pick the gosh. winning horse? I didn't, but you know <laughs> what happened? Okay, I'll tell the story just briefly. So a bunch of us are at our table, of course. We don't know anything about horse racing other than the fact that we, of course, know the Kentucky Derby, and we've watched yeah. it many times. And the Aware Shelter did just a killer job. They had it up on the screen. So we're all at the last minute, like, just going to pick a horse for fun. I chose Summer is Tomorrow because... Sunshine is what my world is about right now. <laughs> and my friend next to me says, I like a good underdog. I'm choosing Rich Strike. Ugh. Odds 81 to 1. She's like, let's do it. And we're like, okay, Sarah, you do that. <laughs> well, you know who won? I, we just couldn't believe That's it. Amazing. Our chins hit the floor. We're like, you are lucky today. I don't know what you need to do tonight, but you need to do it today. <laughs> it was awesome. So That's we had cool. a good laugh, and we had an amazing time uh, supporting the Aware Shelter Saturday Very night. Very cool. Nice. So you want to help uh, make summer fun for everyone in Jackson, yes. and you've got the uh, summer fun promotion that's yes. underway right now. We do, and it's going to be a lot of fun because they're not only – could you do the 90-day note payment? Well, we're actually going to give payments away. So we're going to make two winners per month, and they're not going to have to make payments at all because we're going to make their payments for them. And that applies to vehicle loans too. So this is an overlap with what's going on with the spring car sales. So you get double the fun, or you can finance your RV, your boat. You know, uh, just looking at those photos makes me want to go on vacation and uh, just enjoy this Michigan summer. The other thing, you know, if people purchased their RV or their boat last summer, which a lot of people did, or in 2020, we can refinance mm -hmm. the boat or the RV and you still qualify for the awesome promotions. And that, that could just be a really great way to take advantage of some low rates and, and get your financing local. Yeah, I people want are all buying of those. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to say, if I, I had to the pick Jeep, one. The RV, the motorcycle, the boat. And you Which can would do you pick, Andy? The middle, the RV. I'd pick the, the Winnebago. Jeep. The Jeep. Yeah, no, I would, I would like a, a Winnebago style that you can drive. Yes. Fit your golf buddies in and See? head out, you know. You could even take the dog. Yes, I talked to, mm -hmm. talk to someone just yesterday. They just bought an RV because they have kids in travel uh, sports. It's smart. And yeah. it's how they save money. So, yeah, you know. yes. I like it. Yeah. Great idea. That's fantastic. Very cool. Do it. And you'd probably rather, as a parent, you'd rather have see me in one of those than, than a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, because we want to see you again. Very good. Yes, yes. Very much so. Please so again, safe. this is how, um, so the car sale is happening at the Westwood yeah. Mall. That's right. 18th through the 21st. Which is you next know, week. You know what the 21st is, right? No. I don't. Okay, good. Should I know this? Well, it's my 40th birthday. Oh, oh, okay. of course so it is. Down. Then I'm buying an <laughs> RV for myself. For my 40th. And birthday. your new car. And a new car. Yes. Yeah, that I can. Maybe a Jeep and I'll tow it behind you the RV. You could get all five. That and could I'll be finance them all and we'll just party. I like it. <laughs> yes. It's a good idea. What a great year to celebrate. That would be. Part of uh, your mission is uh, consumer education mm -hmm. and everyone's concerned about fraud right now. Somebody, I got an email yesterday. 
<coughs> someone I know, but it really wasn't him, excuse mm -hmm. me, <coughs> asking me to buy a $300 Amazon gift card. Did you buy it? No. <laughs> Good job. Not. Yes. I recognized right away I was being scammed. <coughs> but um, you're helping people um, avoid scams. Yes. So we're going to have some public service announcements playing on JTV, which is going to be so great. We have an amazing compliance team. And the, the piece that, I don't know, I just think is so pivotal to get out to the public is people always feel so badly mm -hmm. when they do fall victim to yeah. a scam. But the thing is, this is not discriminatory, right? So anybody, intelligent people, fall victim to scam every day. Otherwise, mm -hmm. the perpetrators wouldn't try it. Right. So these are all the people with the money out here in the world that, that they're going after, that they're targeting. And so it's really important to pay attention to what's going on new today to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself protected. Good job protecting yourself against that <coughs> Amazon gift card because you can also kind of think, well, it's $300, it could be real, but most likely it's not. Mm -hmm. You actually have one of these spots you brought along with you. Yes. Let's take Let's a look. Play it. Defending against fraud every day, I'm Erin with American One Credit Union. If you've heard of catfishing, you already know, but people online are always who they seem to be. Beware of people you've never met in real life asking for money and banking-related favors. You may find yourself unexpectedly helping criminals instead of the online fiancé who loves you but just can't meet you. Love does not come with demands for money or asking for questionable financial favors. Visit us at thefraudfighters.org for more info and tips to protect yourself. And if you're not sure, Call American One. That's right. right. Call your call your financial institution. Yes, and we have people who do that every day. We're so grateful. They come to the branch, and you know that's that is difficult to do too. To mm -hmm. humble yourself enough to say, I don't right. know. Let me just check. Yeah. So call, do a little chat online, come by a branch, and let us help you out. Yeah. If it sounds fishy, it is. Yeah. Normally. Or if it's too good to be true, it is. Mm -hmm. If it's yeah. free, it's usually too good to be true. <laughs> Not yeah. a real thing. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. No. And our team does such a good job. Yeah. That was Erin in the clip there, and she just does such a good job. She's a natural. She'll have yeah. to come on JTV sometime. Yeah, we'd love to have her on. Uh, we'll see you out and about this summer at tons of events. Yes. Um, it's going to be a busy summer, and American One is uh, going to participate right along with, uh, with every single one of them. It's going to be a fun summer. Yeah, it'll be great to be out in the community. Great to see 2022 happen, and really some exciting events coming, great community collaboration coming up. Great. Appreciate you coming in today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Community Partnerships Manager at American One Credit Union, Janelle Merritt. That morning show wraps up after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We were talking about Harvard earlier. Do you know it's harder to Harvard. get harder to get a job at NASA? 80 times harder to get a job at NASA than to get into Harvard? No. Yeah. Huh. How about that? Wow. How many people do you think work at NASA? Half of them. <laughs> <laughs> 18,000. Wow. 18,000 people work at NASA. So, Don't you have a NASA hat, Adam, or something you wear? I do, and I have a NASA wallet. You're a big NASA guy, oh, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. All right, so you probably knew all that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
Uh, speaking of uh, travel, <laughs> uh, O'Hare Airport had a couple of incidents. Uh, over the weekend, a um, plane from San Diego landed and a passenger opened the emergency exit, walked out onto the wing and slid to the ground. That's insane. Didn't want to wait to get to the gate. Uh, they arrested him. And this happened uh, just a few weeks after another man who was not a passenger climbed onto the wing of an airplane at Midway Airport while he was naked. So Those are the nothing to lose guys. <laughs> yeah. Those are the nothing to lose guys. Well, and there's a, lot there's a reason he there. was naked. He, was, he climbed over the uh, barbed wire fence to get onto the airport oh grounds. Oh my gosh. And his clothes snagged in the barbed wire so he just stripped at the fence and yeah. So his clothes were caught in the barbed wire. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, should be a uh, great weekend coming up too. I'm acting like it's Friday because I wish it was. <laughs> but uh, to plan ahead, the uh, Around the Park for Autism 5K is this Saturday, Cascades Park. Lumen Christie is having their spring uh, festival. There'll be a dunk tank. Are there. you in the dunk tank? I'm not. Um, but there'll be a dunk tank, and I haven't been around a dunk tank in a long, long time. So I would encourage everyone who has not been around a dunk tank in their life, check it out. When's the last time you've seen a dunk tank? Well, we haven't had them because, you know, they're We not didn't have them before COVID. They, were not, they have not <laughs> been around for a long, long time. They're not COVID friendly. This town, we used to have one dunk tank that got uh, pushed around from event to event. Yeah. And it was kind of beat up and disgusting. So hopefully we, we have a new community I'm dunk sure tank. There, I'm sure there's a... Uh, dunk tank rental place, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. What else, anything else? Uh, Chicago is one of the top 10 destinations people are moving to. Number one, according to Penske, really? they track this because they rent those trailers. Those trucks, yeah. Houston, Houston, number yeah. one destination people are moving to, followed by Las Vegas, then Phoenix. Interesting. Wow. Interesting, I thought you would have said Orlando. Orlando is number nine. You think, I, I mentioned this to Noah yesterday, Orlando, is slowly becoming the new Atlanta. It really is. Mm -hmm. Just the size and the amount of people that are moving there and traveling in and out of there. It is, it's crazy. Who's hey, on, that's, that's all. The show tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you. Dr. <laughs> Andrew Moore, who's an orthopedic surgeon at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, and Lydia Sattler, who is with the Jackson County Animal Shelter, and we'll be talking about the Bark and Brew. Later today, we'll honor the Teacher of the Year. We'll celebrate Nursing Home Week. And we'll uh, preview the Tony Open all this afternoon. Thanks for watching this morning. We'll see you today. Delicious food and great friends. That's what you get when you visit.